Good morning once again to everyone, uh, or good evening, or good afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. Uh, this is another podcast from Caffeine Sparks. Um, today we're going to be talking about books, my favorite, favorite subject. I remember posting uh, a message or a comment on Jessica Zafra's blog when she was talking about um, book lust or people having an insatiable need to accumulate as many books as possible and depending on their you know wallet capacities or something um, I remember posting in her blog and saying that you know um, I have books everywhere in my room right now I have I probably have um, I don't know 500 books uh, that I can see and uh, there's some stashed in my closet I have gotten rid of of probably a thousand over the years I gave them away or sold them or just lost them somehow Um, I love books it's therapeutic for me to go to a bookstore and just smell the, the you know the newly printed books and the smell is just my favorite smell is um, the smell of fully booked in uh, Rockwell. It, I don't know, maybe all of their books are newly purchased. That's why it, the smell is just so much more potent. Um, uh, whenever I'm in a mall, for example, um, the first, if I have nothing to do at all, even if I, whether I have money or not, I would go to a bookstore, either, you know, one of those uh, fully booked as a fancy bookstore um, or national bookstore, uh, very trusty, although their uh, selection is quite limited. Um, book sale is always uh, always a, a favorite in any, any bookstore for that matter. Um, sometimes I feel like I go to a bookstore not to... Uh, really not to buy anything or whatever I just go there and look around and and like I said it's therapeutic it feels nice to be surrounded by books and just finger them and ogle them and just you know have your wild wicked way with them it's it's to smell them and see them and have all of these um, books that represent ideas and, and, and stories and philosophies and uh, statements and, and claims t- of claims of knowledge it's nice to t- when you look at a book it's like something that you can ingest right and something after the process of ingestion the process of reading it and, and, and absorbing what the book is telling you is pleasurable but I think what's even more pleasurable is that it's once it's in you it stays in you you know, so it's like you're 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 adding files to your to your cabinet, to your brain, and it's there to stay, and it's yours forever. It's not going to rot, it's not going to die, it's not going to go away unless unless you go and go insane or something, unless you um, develop uh, Alzheimer's or whatever. It's it's going to stay with you pretty much for the rest of your life. And so I think that's the attraction of books for me. And um, but the thing is, with me, I, I hardly read fiction. You know, I, I usually, if you look at my blogger profile, it says there I don't read fiction. I usually don't. 
unless it has half-naked people on the cover. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love reading uh, romance novels. Um, I grew up on them. I first picked up what, my first historical romance novel when I was 11, I think, and that's where my, you know, my sex ed came in. <laughs> All of everything that I needed to know about, you know, how a woman and what a woman and a man do once they come together and they're physically attracted to each other. I I, I learned it all from from masters like, um, of course, of course, uh, Joanna Lindsay, Linda Howard, and um, all those romance historical romance novelists. Um, my favorite, uh, well. I guess after a while, it 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 you outgrow that kind of a phase. Um, now I find that I only like certain authors because they can actually write, and it's 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 not they're actually a little bit smarter than the rest. Because uh, I mean, romance uh, novels. I mean, it's an industry in the United States, and. There's probably thousands and thousands of, of uh, historical romance novelists, and um, there's only a select few that I can actually read right now. I mean, I, I read, I reread books that I, I purchased uh, when I was in my teens, and I find that um, yeah, I have outgrown them. So now I like Laura Kinsale. Uh, if you've heard of her, I think probably her best-known work is Flowers in the Storm. It's about this woman who um, uh, meets a mentally disturbed man. And, you know, it's still it's still the dark, brooding male, um, although in this case, the male is a, he's a mathematical genius. So he he's really bordering on, on, on genius and insanity. And there's this girl, her name's Maddie, and she rescues him so i like laura kintail because her characters are real and they're they're they have persuasions they have they're complex real people and and she's not afraid to delve into really controversial um topics like uh uh sadomasochism in in her book shadow heart i have all of her books except seize the fire and I'm still trying to get my hands on that one. So, uh, if I don't read fiction, uh, what do I read? Well, I do not read biographies or autobiographies. What I do read are... Okay, so I'm glancing at my, at my uh, two bookshelves now. I'm just going to read uh, some of the titles that I can actually see without wearing my glasses. There's uh, the biggest book... Uh, the heaviest probably in my red shelf is entitled Vestiges of War. This was given to me by my boyfriend. It was his first birthday gift to me. It's um, written by Angel Shaw, a Filipino-American, uh, who wrote about the Philippine-American War. So it's a, a, a compilation of different articles and even poems and um, uh, paintings about the Filipino-American War. All the other authors are, are experts in their field. Like, uh, what, I remember one of the writers is uh, Renato Constantino. So, um, aside from that, I have my favorite, favorite uh, French historian. 
my favorite French dead historian, uh, Fernand Brodel, who wrote A History of Civilizations. Um, I have a book that I have not even picked up to read yet, but it's there in my bookshelf. It's, it's entitled Nietzsche. So um, I have uh, On Literature by Umberto Eco. I have uh, The Socialist Tradition. I have uh, Past Imperfect. I, I think that's a book about um, alternative uh, accounts of um, early America, American history. And so it's uh, knowing me. It's it's you know it's leftist kind of uh, account. Uh, leftist historians writing um, uh, from a different point of view. So I have Culture and Imperialism by Edward Said. I have A Consumer's Republic. Um, I have A Nation Aborted. Uh, this is a book about Rizal and Rizal's search for um, the Filipino. I mean, the idea of a Filipino is uh, constructed and it, at the time of Rizal, it was starting to be born because people at that time, the inhabitants of the islands, did not call themselves Filipino. They called themselves, you know, Ilocano, Pangasinense, or whatever region they're from. So, um, what this book is saying, A Nation Aborted by uh, Kibuyan, is that at that time, Rizal looked to see a nation born, and the idea of a Filipino, meaning all of the inhabitants in this archipelago, uh, to be born, because the idea was, you know, so, so very nascent at that time. But then, we all know what happened after the Spaniards left. Uh, that's why it's that's the reason why it's entitled "A Nation Aborted." I have, um, I can't see the others. I have to. Where am I? Let's move to this other uh, shelf closer to my bed. I have, uh, I actually have a work of fiction here, and I have a few more of his works uh, on under my bed. Um, it's uh, Quicksilver by Neil Stevenson. It, this is a. Uh, let me tell you, it's quite a chore to read this book. It's it's nine hundred and. It's 900 and uh, not not including the this extra part. 916 pages, okay? And I have managed to make it to page 549. So this is quite quite hefty book and it's, let me tell you it's not easy to read. The reason why I think I like this I like this book is because it's not fiction really. It's it's more like a a long history lesson and um not just history, it's not just about history, it's about philosophy, it's about uh, science and mathematics, for, for God's sake, it's about mathematics, and um, it's basically the history of the modern world, okay, and how it was born. Um, so I'm, I'm able to read this because it's, it doesn't read like your usual fiction books, it reads like a history novel, and I have... Uh, his other works under my bed. I have The Informational City by Manuel Castells. I have The Single European Currency in National Perspective. I have The American Class Structure. I have 
The Coming of Post-Industrial Society by Daniel Bell. I have The Geography of the World Economy. I have The Future in Balance by, of course, my favorite um, sociologist, uh, Walden Bello, or Bellio. Um, I have France in the New Century. Then what else do I have? I have a bunch of French books. Um, um, so there, so the, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I read. Um, I think this fascination, this romance with books started in... I guess it started very early, you know. Um, I like to read Sweet Valley Twins when I was in grade school. And um, and from then, it's it's been a long, long-term relationship. It's been a, a love affair that has lasted the, the years. And I'm sure it will, as long as I don't go blind, it will go on for more decades to come. So I want to thank you for uh, listening in today uh, or tonight. And uh, I will see you soon. Thank you.